Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my acute mental neuroses. It has been a hell of a day already and it's only started. I have no time today. Uh, the weather has been nice but it was horrible yesterday and my commute was horrible and getting supplies for the day job were horrible and so I'm running out of time. Which is ironic because there are only two things on the list you cannot see and one of them is time management when I got so much done for the BACN. I've updated the facelift on our index page after running it by Deb. I have edited two more episodes of D20. I edited Mr. Wright and got that ready, and that pops in like two weeks. Mr. Wright has been doing really, really well. Yes, I got a whole bunch of stuff done. I'm very happy. All I have left currently is to um, write the fourth Black Falls installment for Mr. Wright and Black Falls. And then that's going to start. Um, but I've had a lot of fun doing Mr. Right. It's gotten a great reception. Uh, not phenomenal, but good. I'm, I'm happy with the numbers thus far. We are recovering from um, updating the website and switching to audio servers. Our numbers are starting to bounce back, so I'm pretty happy. They're not at the, the point they used to be. We took a big hit on that, but they're starting to get back up there. So I'm, I'm pretty happy, uh, like I said, with that. But in that, you know, I get a bunch of stuff done for the network, and it shows. Um, the website's been well-received, everything's updated, the, all the new iTunes links have been updated, all the new RSSs have been updated, and that was weeks ago. Um, so it's much easier to find our stuff. I'm starting to see um, good rejection emails from iTunes getting rid of our old RSS feeds. I need to go back through and make sure there aren't any stragglers, but I'm relatively sure there aren't. So if you search for us in iTunes, only the new ones should show up, which is how we want it. We are working on that weird snafu that there's like no punctuation in our um, iTunes descriptions. That's through the audio server service, and they're working on it. It's a problem they're aware of. Hopefully I'll get an email from that by the end of the week that they fix it. I'm not quite sure. That should be an easy fix. That's somewhere, a little bit of code, just a little bit of code, like a line of code is fucking everything up. Um, but hopefully we should have that fixed in the next week and a half, I'm hoping. Lastly, um, or secondly, which is still lastly, this is going to be a short episode, huge amounts of stress and anxiety. The note says surviving birthday dinner. I actually wrote that note before my birthday dinner. It has never been a more apt note. So we went out for my birthday, which was last week. Um, we went out a couple days later over the weekend and had my family there, where there several emotional meltdowns. It all started with me. I hadn't seen my aunt and uncle in a year and a half, and I was asking them how they were doing. And obviously they're under a huge amount of stress for their own personal reasons that um, just out of respect, I'm not going to get into. It's their problems, not mine. Uh, not my place to talk about it. But they were incredibly uh, stressed. They kind of came in to the dinner angry. And so when I talked to them about what was bothering them, it sparked a wildfire, which uh, then uh, led to them yelling at the uh, waiter uh, because he brought my niece um, something with that made her didn't, uh, it, it made her not feel well, and they literally sc were screaming at him uh, to the point where I thought he was going to cry, and I felt so bad because it wasn't his fault. He, uh, she has some dietary restrictions. He went and checked with the kitchen manager. Everything should have been fine. He did everything he could. And then, you know, the kitchen manager comes out, and then the store manager comes out, whatever, the restaurant manager, um, you know, and all this attention made my niece feel even worse emotionally and physically, so she went to the bathroom, and then they, she and her sister and, and their grandmother 
uh, just left while my cousin went out to go get some uh, like Benadryl for her, which I don't even know how that would work in terms of her egg allergy, but whatever, I'm not a fucking doctor. He was gone for 45 minutes. It should have been literally a 10 to 15 minute drive. That's it. We were literally across the street from a, a, a King Supers. I could have walked there and been back in 10 to 15 minutes. He drove and disappeared. Came back 45 minutes later, was wondering what was going on. My aunt and uncle have, like, they're not eating. They have no appetite. I literally took a couple bites of my food and went, you know what? I'm done. I will get it to go. So then half, so half the family's screaming. Half the family's now gone. I go out to smoke. My cousin joins me. I'm like, wow, the fucking family had a fucking meltdown on my goddamn birthday. And then he melted down and started screaming about uh, how I shouldn't focus on that. It's my birthday. I should focus on that. His daughter, my niece, wasn't feeling well. And I said, I'm not discounting that she's not feeling well, but she's at home. She's convalescing. You know, I hope she's okay, but, like, what the hell? Like, the family couldn't keep it together for two fucking hours for a birthday dinner? And he told me, quote, fuck you, fuck your birthday. You're going to have more later. Like, it's not that big of a fucking deal. You shouldn't be, like, so focused on yourself. And I'm like, motherfucker, this is the one day I get to focus on myself. So he and I kind of had it out, and he got mad once again that I called him out on his drug use. He couldn't even stammer enough to lie to me. He brought my kid into it, which was not okay, and I called him out on that, and he was... and I, I literally was like, you know, I don't see my kid as much as you see your kids, but, like, you know, I'm hoping everything changes. He took that as he won't see his kids as much, and I will see my kids more, and turned that like that I was threatening him which I was like that's not even a threat I don't know where the fuck you got that in your twisted drug addled mind I'll tell you that and just walked away from him and then he fucked off he never came back in from the cigarette I bummed him and that was you know and then like the whole family fucking up and left my mom and I sat there I enjoyed a few more drinks because I fucking deserved it and my, I was talking to my mom about this about how the family just can't keep it together for two hours at a fucking Chili's and we tipped the, the server really well, you know, and I, I talked to him and I was like, look, I'm really sorry. My family's goddamn crazy and um, you did everything you could and I don't want you to feel bad about anything that's happened. Feel bad that these people are roaming the streets free instead of straight jackets and in padded rooms uh, and heavily sedated like they should be. That's what you should feel bad about, you know, and I was talking to my mom and I said, the worst part is they're bitching about us right now. They're bitching about how uh, I'm self-centered and judgmental and righteous. And really, I wasn't self-centered, judgmental, or righteous. I was making a joke about how the family imploded at my birthday. It was more about the family than my birthday. That's not self-centered. That is purely an observation. And I'm not righteous or judgmental. I am worried about my cousin, and I call him out on his bullshit. I'm sorry, you show up places on drugs, and I say, what drugs are you on? And he goes, oh, I'm like, you can't even you can't even lie to me and say nothing. You're just startled that I called you out on your bullshit. And he had the balls to tell me that he didn't expect that from me. He didn't expect me to look down on him, you know, and, and cast judgment. I'm like, I'm not casting judgment. You're on drugs. You have a problem. I'm not saying you're a piece of shit. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is like, what drugs are you on? Don't lie to me. Let's cut the shit. I'm going to call you out. You're going to get frustrated and you're going to walk away. Well, that doesn't solve the fucking problem. So I think in a couple weeks, because um, I don't think I'm going to be invited for Christmas, nor my mom, I think this was a breaking point in terms of my family structure. I really do think that. 
Um, in fact, that I told my mom, I said, next year, I don't want a birthday thing. Not with the family. I'm done, done. And it's not that I hate them. That takes too much energy. At this point, now I just don't care. They have their problems. I'm going to live my life. And never the two, you know, shall meet again. Like, done. I'm just over it. Just over it. I think in a couple weeks, I'm, I'm going to call my cousin and be like, let's go out for some coffee. And I, I'm going to tell him, you know what? You're right. I don't necessarily talk to you directly. Um, you know, I hear all this stuff. Yes, it's hearsay. But I've done drugs in the past. I know what people on drugs act like, sound like, look like. You know, his the sweating, the unfocusedness. That can't be a word. But he's unfocused. The, 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 the stuttering, I already said, the sweating, all of this, um, you know, and I'm going, let's, let me hear your side of it. But I will tell him, like, I'm not looking down on you. I want you to get help. I want you to be okay. That's it. I'm just calling you out on your bullshit. I'm not going to let you get away with going, I'm not on drugs. I'm like, you're obviously on drugs. Like, let's face this. Even if you just admit it to me, I'm not going to tell the family. I'm not going to turn you in. I'm going to go, okay, as long as it's out in the open and that's, you know, out in the open, at least to me. And I go, okay, as long as you, you know, as long as I go, look, what are you on? This, this, and this. I hope you get help. Whatever you need from me, I will be there for you. If you're going to lie to my face while you're fucked up, that doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for me. I don't like passive aggressive people. I force them to get aggressive. And that, that sounds horrible. But it, I'm one of those where I'm like, look, what's going on? You obviously have an issue. Let's deal with it. I'm not going to just stick my head up my ass or stick my head in the sand. I'm not going to stick my head anywhere but in your face and go, what the fuck is going on? So that was my birthday dinner. Uh, a massive emotional implosion across one, two, three, uh, three, four people out of like seven at my birthday dinner in the middle of a fucking Chili's. They were making a fucking scene. Um, it was ridiculous. Um, and it was just very stressful. And uh, um, I ended up calling Deb and she was uh, not thrilled that I, that I was um, interrupting her at work. But I had to call someone and be like, oh my God, my family's crazy. Okay, that's all I want to say. See ya. That's it. That's the list you cannot see. So like I said, I, I, it stresses me out just talking about it. It just, it makes me frustrated. Like, anger, like I said, is a secondary emotion. I'm not angry. I'm just, I'm frustrated, and I'm, I'm, I'm sad, and I'm worried. You know, I mean, it, the feelings I have come out of a genuine concern, and they don't recognize that. They, they see it as uh, being judgmental or, or acting righteous or condescending, which is not true. It's just not true. So from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been certainly my acute mental neuroses. Good night, Internet. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!